What you are about to hear is a fun and educational show about financial issues. Join Dan Wendell and his co-host, Tony, as they explore topics related to retirement planning. No matter how close you are to retirement, it's time to listen to another episode of Dolphin Financial Radio. Hello and welcome to another Dolphin Financial Radio. My name is Dan Wendell. I am the owner of Dolphin Financial Group and today's topic we're going to be talking about financial moves that you want to make at the beginning of the year. So we're going to talk about starting the year off right financially. And we have a special show today because we're remote, not as usual, but I'm going to have two guests today, my trusty sidekick, Tony, and of course, Chris Kuntz, who was on the last show with me, Dolphin Financial Group extraordinaire. Here we are, and guess where we are? Tony will tell us we're in sunny California. It is beautiful here. And yeah, this is a really special show, Dan, because typically uh, Dan and I are in remote locations, uh, but now we're actually in the same room. And to prove it, there he is. There he is. <laughs> He's giving me the, the bunny ears. I see that. Uh, but sunny Southern California, it's beautiful. Uh, but, you know, about 70 degrees during the day. It's sun shining. In fact, you can see the blue sky. Uh, Chris, actually, you've got yeah, the that, yeah. And he's got the. Lamp. I got upgraded. Yeah, oh, you're oh, still. You know, it must have been that you your the mom. UFO? Your mom moved to sunny California, and this is her new basement. Is that it? <laughs> yes. Chris, you got me there. Yeah, he you, picked you got up me. early on that. Yeah, yeah, that's great. And so yeah, we're in we're in my mom's basement in sunny Southern California. No, we're actually at a at a financial conference all three of us and it's just been it's been a lot of fun for me at least guys uh, and i never thought i would use those words together financial conference and fun but uh <laughs> like that's what we're here though so it makes it more fun. yeah it does that's true it, it's the company you keep we're starting the new year off right by going to california getting some good weather although florida is nice i think it's actually warmer but for you tony this is an upgrade from <laughs> it minnesota, is right? from minnesota this is great yeah so what I want to talk about today are financial moves that we want to make at the beginning of the year. So I'm going to go through these with you. Tony's going to lead the way going through these. We talked about these in advance, Chris and I, and at this conference, we're learning a lot of cool things and um, trends and things to look out for our last show. If you haven't seen it, I'll put it right up here. Chris and I talked about the trends that we expect financial trends that we expect for 2022. So Tony wasn't involved in that. So that show is really good, but <laughs> oh, <laughs> tear. a little tear ran down. So we're, today we're going to talk about things you should do at the beginning of the year and you could do it at any point, but we're going to talk about things you should do now. And um, we're going to go, we got six, Tony, we got okay. six. Okay. So we got to see if we can keep these going. Yeah. I'm going to announce each category and you guys are going to do the heavy lifting and explain them. And uh, this is your show. You're the financial experts. But the number one, uh, really, uh, financial moves to make at the beginning of the year, contribute to an IRA and HSA. That's the number one thing. And that is you, something I think you see on all the lists. Um, if you are if you ever Google, what should I do to become a millionaire? Um, number one thing, maybe you should open an IRA. Maybe you should look at your content or your your IRA and doing a, a conversion of, of some sort and yeah, paying and, the tax. And you're right about that. You were going to, I'm interrupting you because you, you just reminded me 
I should have put 401k on there too. Because right, a lot of people right. a lot of people associate 401k and IRA they, they're two different things but they really are the same. They're both retirement accounts. They're both qualified. There's both there's tax implications associated with it and that's what we talked about earlier is make a contribution to your IRA early. Um so that you can get some ta- you can get some growth and some benefit from that all year long rather than doing it at the end of the year right before taxes are due. That's a really good point. We did a show on it. Tony and I did it. We did it. I, I quizzed you, Tony, which is better compound uh, lump sum versus dollar cost averaging. That's right. And for the spoiler alert, if you want to watch it, it's a really good show. That is it a surprises good a lot of people. Uh, Tony got it wrong, of course. Um, he said, he said, uh, dollar cost averaging yes. over time, but it turns out the lump sum is the better way to invest. And Chris, you make a good point invested in the beginning of the year because you have all year to compound and grow. There you go. Right. So that is a good um, point to make and, uh, reviewing the 401k contributions, how much you're, you're putting in. A lot of people don't change that. They don't think about it. So it, you, and a lot of and what the companies are doing now is they allow you to put in an automatic increase in your 401k contribution. So it's a good time to do it because you don't want to come to the end of the year and realize I didn't contribute enough. That's true. And they increased right. the limits this year. That's right. Good point. The contribution limits went up this year. Yep. That's right. So you, you, if you're contributing the same dollar amount as you did last year, you might be underfunding. Sure. Well, let's talk about number two. We're rolling on here. Convert and or withdraw from your IRA. That's the second thing you should be doing. Right? Early in the year. This is early in the January. Right, right now. This is, I mean, and this falls under the same kind of um, window as our last point, uh, but going the opposite direction. Do you want to, do you want to do a withdrawal or a conversion now? Because when you do something like this, the taxes aren't due until next year. So you can take advantage of your, of your conversion, have growth and, and enjoy whatever the market reaps for you for the entire year. And then not until next year, you have to worry about paying taxes. Right. Usually April. So usually this time of year in the beginning of the year before April or right before April 15th, a lot of them, my clients will say, all right, I've got my stuff together now. How much can I contribute last year? How much can I, because the deadline to contribute to an IRA for 2021 has not passed yet. April 15th is the deadline for last year. 401k is a different story, but, but the, a traditional IRA, you can contribute. This is a little different. This is, well, why not um, take money out early in the year because you don't have to pay taxes until April 15th of the next year. So you could take a withdrawal in 2021, January, I mean, 2022, January. Wow. We're in 2022. Happy <laughs> Crazy. New Year, by the way, Tony. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, thanks. And then not pay until April 15th of the next year. Hmm. I like it. Yeah. I think it's pretty good. I, I, again, I also like to not pay taxes, which Ah, brings us to number three. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the earlier, the better. With almost all financial advice, it seems earlier, the better is a theme I've noticed, Dan, with things you tell us to do. Uh, but obviously, file your taxes early. How does that help us out, guys? I, I don't know what you mean by that. Well, uh, as far as filing taxes early, um, 
I, I like Dan's reasoning behind this most, so I'm going to let him go first. Yeah, you know, I I brought this up because we just got done saying, hey, maybe you don't want to um, spend money early in the year. Like, well, why would I pay taxes early? You know, why not wait to last minute? Yeah, you know, that's oh, my question. Right? File taxes early. Why would I want to do that? <laughs> well, one of the main reasons why, and this was huge in Florida, was is ID theft. Um, uh-huh. People stealing and take doing tax returns in your name. Oh, wow. Right? So if you beat them to the punch by doing your taxes early, <laughs> they can't that's steal a, it from you. That's an obscure reason, but it makes sense, I guess. Yeah. Right. Um, also, if you do your, when you do your taxes early uh, and, and you, and let's say you get a big refund, that's a warning sign for you. Why am I getting a big refund? I'm, I'm, people like to get refunds. Oh I mean, yeah. But why am I getting a big refund? Do I want to get a big refund? Yeah, I want a refund, but I, I would rather you pay nothing, get nothing, but pay nothing. Ideally you give right. them a dollar. So filing taxes early allows you to course correct early in the year yep exactly right because if you're getting a refund you have to understand that's not the irs giving you money for being a good citizen that is because you were all year long overpaying your tax bill so that's why you need to you need to really take a look at and consider reviewing how much you're having withheld from your paycheck because you can give yourself essentially a raise for the entire year instead of a bonus at the end of the year which again what's better having money earlier or later. I think, again, our theme, you want to have it sooner, not later. Well, yeah, compounding interest, too. You, The government's making money off your money at that point instead of you. Yeah. And if you owe money, maybe you do delay. <laughs> <Right>? so, <laughs> so you have to have a basically a plan on this. You can't just kind of go in blind. Sure. So number four, um, review insurance. And, of course, the... <laughs> Oh, great. We're going to talk about insurance. Do we have any viewers left or listeners left? Did they all turn out when I said the word insurance? (laughs) Well, yeah, we want to review insurance. Um, There's a lot of different types of insurance. One that I think is important to review, and a lot of people don't realize they can, um, especially for the people that are older, 65 typically, is Medicare. So Medicare Advantage, open enrollment. We see the commercials with the football players and, you know, the former television stars on TV right. all through December 7th. It's I was at a swim meet with my son and he's like, Dad, what is Medicare? Oh, why do they keep talking about it? Every commercial, right? I'm like, just wait till December 8th and you won't hear about it. Yeah. Um, but in January, in February, you're allowed to change your Medicare Advantage plan from one company to another. So it's open enrollment period. They did away with it for a while, and now it's back. So people don't realize that they could do that. Isn't that in October or December? So October 15th through December 7th is yeah. annual election period where you could switch companies. But they opened, They have the open enrollment period from January and through March of the beginning of the year. To ah, say, I kind of okay. made a mistake. Okay. As, you know, they rushed okay. me. They rushed me, and I didn't. I want to go on this other one, and you can do that one time. That's Medicare Advantage to another Medicare Advantage. Sure. But there's other insurance that you want to. Right. And while you're taking inventory at the beginning of the year, it's worth taking a look at most all of your insurances. You know, lots of things happen throughout the year um, in 2021 and or any year. And you want to take a look at, you know, what's your life insurance situation? What have you done to protect your family financially if something happens to you? 
Or have you done any legacy planning? Because, you know, life insurance is also a great way to do some legacy planning. But then there's your car insurance, your property and casualty insurance, all those insurances, you know, your needs change as, as your life progresses. And I know a lot of people will sit and not review that stuff year after year after year. But every year, you know, January rolls around. It's a great time to take an inventory of what are your coverages? How, are, how have things changed in the industry? Because that's another thing with, with every financial product, there's legal changes that take place where you need to take a look and review and make sure you're still covered in the way you believe you're covered. I would say it's a really good habit to get into, to just yeah. review, even if it's all right. You know, I called my agent and I said, check to see if I can improve my homeowner's insurance. Every year you do it just in case, because sometimes you just get lazy or you just, you know, you forget about it, but you can make some savings every year. Why not do it? Yeah. You know, that's a good habit to get into. So number five, and this one I really get, <laughs> been there, done that. And uh, obviously this is advice that uh, Dan, you've given us all. And uh, Chris, I know you've given this to folks, but number five is pay off debt. But you want to do that sooner rather than later. I, I see why that would make a huge difference. And at the beginning of the year is a good time. And, you know, a lot of people just got through the holidays and they put a ton on their credit card. So this, you know, January is usually the month where you're like, oh, did I really buy that many new records on credit? <laughs> right? Wait, it's, this seems targeted. Me <laughs> well, it I, thought, I thought I thought Santa Claus was covering this bill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> well, I think I saw a stat. It's around 1300 or so that um, is the average household credit card debt as a result of the holidays. Just the holidays now. And so if they give you the 30 days free, but if you don't pay that off on the credit card, then the interest starts coming. So obviously power of compounding interest, get it done early. Yes. Right. It just makes then sense. Then this is me. the negative compounding. And I think the thing to think about early is a lot of people, the way, at least in my wife's business, um, bonuses are paid early in the year. So a great way to, to really focus on covering debt is when you get big chunks of money, really try to focus on putting those towards any sort of debt that you've accumulated, especially towards, you know, the holiday season. Now, okay, that that January, February, March bonus, turn around and just put that towards credit card. Put it towards whatever whatever debt you're carrying through the holidays. Right. And Tony, we did a show. And I'm going to see, I'm going to quiz you. Do you remember yeah. we did a show on how you got a swimming pool? with the bonus money that you were going to get from for Christmas, but you didn't get it. And instead you got a jelly of the month club from the company. Yes. You're confusing one of our shows with Christmas vacation. Again, you've done that quite a but few we times. Did a show on it. I, I know it we, did, we did. We discuss. did a show on holiday movies. <laughs> That's right. We did do a show on holiday movies and uh, my favorite is Christmas vacation, but yeah. Yeah, the Jelly of the Month Club. And you know what, Chris? That's the gift that just keeps on giving <laughs> the whole year, year long. <laughs> yeah, the whole year long. Oh, boy. Yeah, you got to bring it up, though, right? I mean, people <laughs> spend a lot of money on the holidays, and I've written a book on spending. Uh, you know, this is something that destroys financial plan. You can have the greatest financial plan, but if you have a spending problem, forget about it. Retirement yeah. is exponentially harder yeah you got to get that under control well number six is another important one this is a biggie review your holdings and your strategy and this implies hopefully you're working with a financial services professional like chris or dan and you can at least once a year 
uh, review your holdings and strategies. And I think it's a good time to do it in January myself. And I want to see if this is where you're headed with this uh, and Chris, but um, I think a good reason to do it is because you've just probably spent a lot more money than you should have <laughs> over the holidays and doing traveling. So you need to, you need to see where you're at and where your holdings are at and your accounts, right? I would agree. So inventorying him first, all right, where, where am I at? That includes negative assets or debt. Sure. So where's my debt? I got three credit cards. One of them has a 12% interest. One of them six and one of them, I got a 0%. Just knowing this stuff. All right. That, that is important. But I also think that looking at your investment strategy is important yeah. because, you know, Chris and I just sat in, we had some gurus, right? Investment gurus telling us what they think the market's going to do. And one of our predictions was oh. volatility, right? So you got to have a strategy. Why not do it now? It's funny. It's scary to me because that was our prediction and sitting through today, one of our analysts did some some quick math and he predicted he predicted the market could be up 30 percent dan immediately turns to me and says he's never said that the market's <laughs> right. going down right. he's right. never said and, that since i've known him <laughs> right and our our show we're financial planners you know we talk about different um financial things but we just never put numbers out like sure, we right. don't we don't know predict the market but what when you watch the TV, you, you, Fox News or CNBC, there are people that will say the market's going to go up 20, 30 percent. Then you're going to get someone that says market's down 30. You got to have a plan. That's what you do early in the year, especially when there's all this talk of volatility and inflation. Do you have a plan to handle inflation? Well, and I think this is where the the value in reviewing early in the year. Also, there's just a lot of just speaking specifically to 2022 as we in our predictions and as you're referencing talked about there's a lot going on this year um so it's not it's not just tried and true sit back relax you can do the same thing you've been doing for the past five years and it's going to work um i think it's really worth taking a deep dive into your portfolio even and you know you don't need to understand everything you're in but you need to feel confident that you've taken a look at with somebody that does know what and how the things you're investing in are going to function under a very volatile market. Because it's not, I, I, you know, you just can't sit back and assume we're going to have another 20, 30% up year again and again and again. So it's right. worth reviewing. Okay. What do I, what do I actually have and, and how has it performed? Is it, is it time to rebalance? And it's not, you know, what are the odds? This is going to be a slow, steady grind up again. Like that. It's so it's so rare that we don't have some corrections and this always happens. We, we go through this little period where we don't have a lot of volatility and not a lot of corrections and people get complacent. And then they're like, Oh, it worked last year. It's going to work this year. No, it's always good to review. Even if you don't make changes, not making changes to an existing plan is a plan. But if you don't proactively do it, that's not really a plan. That's just lazy. Right. right. <laughs> Speaking of that, Tony, <laughs> just zoom right in that's great God it's just like you, that Dan. closet that doesn't get cleaned out you know did you strategically leave that closet like that or did you go through an inventory of what's in there and clean it up good point well, i think a great analogy for what you were uh, saying there is uh it's like if it hasn't rained for three years uh you probably forgot where the umbrella is at 
You know, if the markets have been, if interest rates have been low for 10 years and the market's been grinding up and setting records, uh, if it all of a sudden it rains, where's the umbrella? Oh, I can't find it. Can't find the umbrella. I haven't used it in three years. Right. And it's like we talked about the insurance. Okay. I'm not going to review my insurance because I don't think about it. And then Florida says, oh, we're raising uh, homeowners insurance rates across the board. And you get this bill and you're like, wait, what is that? All of a sudden it's emergency. Let's shop this around. Same thing with your investment plan. I don't think about it. I'm doing fine. And that could work if, if you got a plan and it's solid and you have someone managing it. That's great. But usually what happens is the market tanks and you have too much in there that you're not comfortable with. And that, it's too late. Yeah, it's too late. So you got to you want to be proactive about that. Yeah. So that's it. That was a good show. Wow. We got the top six, not in any particular order. I'll conclude by saying before I let Chris give his final thought. I think all of these are early is better. And Tony, you said it, you know, why not take the time now? The hustle and bustle of the holiday is over. Why not just do it? And if you can get in the habit of doing it early, that's the way to do it. I think so. And, you know, Chris, did you have a favorite of those that we talked about that you think if you had to pick one? Ooh, I always like number six. Take the time to sit down with somebody and, and get some advice. Have that experience of uh, learning a little bit, hopefully, with whoever you sit down with. But also, you know, you talk about what, what are some final thoughts. I think where we've been has been a, uh, a great summit here in California. And one of the things I'm walking away with, and this is something you can apply to your life in many ways, is taking small steps creates amplified results. So it's really about what can you do? You know, there's a lot of, a lot of things here. Pick one. Do that yeah. one. Make yeah. it a habit. And watch how it amplifies your results towards retirement. The butterfly effect. So that's yeah. it, Tony. That's it. We're going to hold you accountable. You're going to be contributing to your health savings account or your, your IRA. We're going to review the 401k, which we don't offer. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Just kidding. So thanks for joining us. And, you know, listen, if we, let's go back to Chris here. Look at this. He's got I know the as the sun goes the down, background. the sunset's beautiful, right. and then and you've then, got uh, then a you, lamp reflection right. in the sky. Oh, I thought I, there was a moon. I thought he was going to yeah. be abducted by aliens. <laughs> I was That's afraid of that too. I was starting to wonder. It's like more and more light effects come as the sun goes Un- down. I get more and more light effects. This is this yeah. is the beauty of technology. Sure, we're right. all together in the same same building, same room, same state. Doesn't happen very often. No, it's fun though. You know, it's great. So with that. Thanks, Chris. Thanks, Tony. I'm going to bring in my favorite duo to do the outro and have a great start to your year financially. The topics on this show are wide-ranging, yet relevant to people approaching or living in retirement, like me. If there is a topic you want to hear on the show, head to dolphinfinancialgroup.com and contact Dan to request your topic or to share your opinion. Dan Mundo or Dolphin Financial Group are not affiliated or endorsed by Social Security or any government agency. Everything discussed on today's show was for informational purpose only. Since everyone's situation is different, some things may not apply to you. The materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources. We cannot be 100% certain that they are accurate. You should really talk to my dad or someone from Delphine Financial Group before trying to implement these ideas or strategies.